Hello, 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 and welcome to this topical life. Today you are listening to most likely the final episode of all of our Silas. Um, okay, here we are. Uh, it's, it's hard to say that it's the last, but like I said last week, I plan on doing some pop-up podcasts on various topics and all that kind of stuff, and maybe even possibly talk about what is going on in your and I's Sila because the pause is still happening. In fact, I don't think I want to live any other way after doing this for, I don't know, what is this? Uh, technically, it's been eight weeks because we took a week off. Um, so let's start with how we define Sila because for anyone that is new that hasn't listened to any of these episodes, I wanted to start with what is Sila? Sila, it means pause. And what we've been doing is digging deep into what that means for us and the times that we are in right now. Um, shortly put, Sila is the in-between of the past and the future. So it's truly just a pause. I'm trying to think where I want to start. I want to say that I'm going to begin with this. I'm going to begin with a phrase in the beginning, and then I'm going to phrase it at the end. Sila is putting your hope in action. Sila is putting your hope in action. With that, I'm just going to kind of unfold what the episodes were like, but uh, in the beginning we were talking about if you were, if this was going to be like a fast forward of all the CELO sessions, you want to take your brain above the chaos and you want to live above the chaos. In your world right now, there are so many actual crazy things happening or... Uh, bad, good, whatever. I mean, it's, it, there's just a lot of things happening in the chaotic part, whatever your day might hold, whatever your week, month, year, all those things. Uh, the, the, it's where I would like to say where the world is, is going, 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 going. We want to take our brains and everything like that above that, um, and be more present above it than down in it. And I can honestly say in practicing being more and more and more thinking that way, um, I definitely have noticed that it's easier to spot the things that I might have not caught before because I was so in motion. I was so like, okay, I got to do this next. I got to do this next. Check off the list. Check off the list. Check off the list. And those aren't bad things to check off the list, but were they necessary? That's the question. Were they necessary? And with that as well, what in it was causing me pain that I didn't realize or stress that I didn't realize, or maybe holding on to the moments that were a little, that are, or a little more positive and living more in that moment. So that would be the next episode was, um, grabbing on to the moments. Like if there's any place to start, so it's hatch right, my crazy. If there's any place to start, in wanting to walk in this process of identifying the even start of where to even 
pause and your, you know, to pause in Sila and what that means for you. It's first of all, identifying as much as you can, your grievances and your happy moments and living in those and practicing living in those moments. And that, that was, that is, and was super hard for me because especially when I would get into a, a grievance or something that I was in a lot of pain about, um, it took, I, my brain wanted to escape the moment and move on. I'm not one to just sit in it, especially when there's no answer to the end. You know, what? what's the solution to get myself to the next step? Sometimes there really isn't a solution. It's just literally watching the moment pass by and suddenly it passes by. And what happens next, I don't know. Every, every grievance or happy moment is different at the end every time um if that makes sense but there are def there were definitely times where <sighs> let me just start by saying i am definitely in struggle since the very start of doing these sessions to now i'm still very much in struggle um so identifying it's it's, it's just interesting to go back and talk about all of this because I would say now I do have more of peace, but I would say that my circumstances are very much the same, if not more chaotic, actually, which I will talk about in a little bit. So anyway, grabbing onto the moments and the grievances and just really holding on to those because once you do that and once you start the habit of doing that, um, and this is not about perfection. This isn't about catching every moment. It's just actually just being aware of it, you know, just a place to start. Um, I noticed that I had more space to think. And I mentioned that in the episode, I had more state, more space to think of other things. And so it, my mind was becoming more freer, I guess you could say. Uh, my circumstance necessarily wasn't, but my mind was. And the things that I had been wanting to get to or that I want to get to came to the top, came to the surface more. And things that were actually probably more fulfilling to me. Um, an example would be uh, thinking more about how I want my Christmas to look rather than what it should look like or what I've wanted it to look like in the past. It's just like really digging deep and thinking, what do I really want this Christmas or this season um, of Thanksgiving and uh, New Year and all those kind of things? Um, those in the past, you know, life is going so fast and I have these ideas uh, that I even put into play, but then it just becomes a job or it just gets run over or it becomes all about what, what I did or what I didn't do or who did that job so good pat on my back, you know, like it just, it just felt empty to me. Um, and so again, I, I, just freeing your mind space. And another thing that I talked about multiple times in different episodes was getting honest with yourself. That is a big thing in all of this, getting honest with yourself. That's a hard one. And I'll talk more about that as we talk more through these episodes. Another thing I talked about was resiliency and resiliency is a new word for me because it was about resiliency. I looked at as being able to get through anything and resiliency actually means the getting up after you have fallen down. And that is what gets created is resiliency by that process. And so with that, so much of what we're going through, especially in hard times, there's so much falling down, 
you know, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing to fail and to recognize or to apologize or to just keep going. And, and even when you fall and it's not perfect every day, we all know that, especially if you're struggling with depression or you're having a hard time. I mean, God knows what it's, it, it, this is not a perfect process. It's just a process. And you are the one that defines that. But with resiliency, what's so cool is, is that with, with resiliency, it's, it's such a cool thing to see with kids, especially because I think as adults, we tend to be maybe a little more harder on ourselves because there, maybe there's a lot more expectations on ourselves. So it's hard to see the resiliency factor or how much we're pushing ourselves through or getting through because there's so much on our plate where you look at a child. I mean, would you ever look at a child and be like, oh, you failed. Oh, you this. Oh, you that. Oh, you that. Or, you know, they... These kids can fall and get back up. They can fall and they get back up. And it's not ever perfect. It's not perfect always. There's tears. There's this. There's that. But they have a strong resiliency. Right now, I've watched my kids struggle in school and struggle with their situation. And they keep going, you know. Um, resiliency. In your process... Everybody's in a process. How patient, don't you just love that word? How patient are you in your process? Oh my goodness. Um, probably not very patient because we are very result driven. I am very result driven. It's very, it's like if I'm not continuing in a process, I'm failing or everything is associated to failure or maybe I should do better, you know? And is this just the adult way or something? Because if my kid thought about this themselves, I would be mortified. Where did it come out to be that way? Can you be patient in your process? Does everything have to be solved in a day? Let me tell you, huge struggle for me. I'm, I like to get it done in a day. I'm a day, I'm a do it in a day person. It's, it's not done in a day and things are okay when they're undone. It's okay if you don't have the answer. It's okay if things are not worked out and there's no answer yet. That's okay. It's okay if things are done, undone. It's okay if you are in a, in, a, in a very serious situation and there's no answer yet. That's okay. That's okay. And I think by going through this sila and this pause, I've identified fear a lot more. And fear, let me tell you, is debilitating. It doesn't do anything for you. It absolutely does nothing for you. Fear does nothing for you. And I think when I became or am becoming more patient in this with myself, more or less, I am seeing the fears because I want these answers that are not here yet. And so it's making these fears come to the surface. Like, well, what if this doesn't happen? Or what if this doesn't happen? Or what if this doesn't happen? Let me give you an example. In the beginning of SELA, I had both of my kids doing online school. I have three kids. One of them is still doing online school. The other two from eight weeks to now, one is still doing online school. The other two are literally being homeschooled 
one through a curriculum and one I have no frigging clue what I'm going to do because honestly, my daughter graduated from online school as of last, I don't know, last week. I can't keep up with the days, but she's no longer doing school and she shows up to the table today and she's just like, she has all her supplies, you know, she sees Tobin come to the table, you know, she's like, okay, mom, what are we doing? And I'm like, I have no idea. Okay. I have something, I have math on the way. Um, I know you don't want to get online or anything, but why don't you just go grab a book and just, let's just start there. Okay. I don't know your schedule. I can't think of a schedule, but I do know that we made the right decision and that's good enough for right now. I do not, I am not stressing about what tomorrow is going to hold with her schooling. You know what? It'd be great to have like an outline or something, but you know what? I don't really freaking care. Okay. It's like, I have peace that we made the right decision. I would have not said that eight weeks ago. There is no way. I mean, the thought of even homeschool period, even if it was online would almost kind of send me to a panic and holy cow. I mean, it's, I don't feel like the answers, anything of the answers are solved, but I have peace. Okay. And that is worth gold people like this ugly hat that I'm seeing in this camera right now. It is an ugly gold. It looks really great in public, not so much online. Um, anyways, so patience. The other one, which was kind of a two part episode was defining your success versus defining the world's success two totally different things and that's another place where i told you that is where you need to get real with yourself too because what are you putting in your path to either make you feel like you're unsuccessful or that you're telling yourself bad mind talk that you're unsuccessful or what is it that you're doing that is successful? Are you giving yourself recognition for the things that you are doing that are successful that might not pay you, right? That is a, that's, I mean, to hello to every single, single mom slash stay at home mom slash part-time stay at home mom, part full-time working mom. Um, hello. Okay. What are we telling ourselves is success and what is not success? When things are not going the way we thought and it feels unsuccessful and it doesn't look like how we hoped, does it mean that it's over? Does it mean that it's a fail, a, a big epic fail? Last week I read, this was the last session, I read the book, The Three Trees. I have it all documented, you can look back. But basically, and I had an actual child summarize this because I read it somewhere. The child said that even though the trees didn't get what they had dreamt of, they still got more than what they wanted and they were more and they were more fulfilled and happy. And I think that that kind of sums up what this process and what we can get to, but it's not finished yet. 
that's the thing about being in, in, in the in-between is that this process that we've been through is stopping and seeing how we want to continue. It is looking at the past and, and thinking, how did we get to where we are now? What is it that is bothering me about the past? What is it that is not working? What is it that happened that was good? You know, what was it that you want to bring with you? Right. But we're not, we're not to the other side yet. So what it is, is we are, we are making that path to continue what our, what we want our future to look like. And so when we, def when we are looking at that and we're like, how am I going to define success? And how am I going to get real with myself? How am I going to take the time to live above the brain, you know, live, live above the chaos? How, what does that look like for you? What I'm trying to say is, is that it needs to happen. It needs to happen because I believe that you will get peace. And I do believe that you will get a direction. I don't think that maybe your circumstance will change and it might even get harder. Like mine, I would say the reason why I'm having to stop even with the sessions is because my life got even more complicated than it was before. But how awesome it is to have gone through all of this and get to this place and to have peace about it. Um, have I shed many tears? Yeah. Like almost every day. Like I'm definitely not in an easy season and I'm guessing you're probably not either. Um, what's different about past things that I've been through. And I think I mentioned this in another episodes is that I'm not in crisis. And if you've been in the difference of crisis and in a challenging time, two totally different things in crisis, it's fight or flight. It's like, you can get through anything. You got this adrenaline. It's like, boom, 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 boom. I function pretty well in that, but this has been super hard because I'm not in dire straits. Um, although it feels like it at times, I'm not, we're safe. We have our health. We have their basic needs met, whereas in the past, it wasn't always like that. And so it's interesting approaching peace in this way. So looking into what does Sila mean for me? Hold on a second. What in Sila means for me? slowing down mentally. My life is actually more full than it was when we first started, but my mind feels more at peace. That is what I want for you. Peace. Walking into your Sila, taking an emotional inventory. So things that if you haven't already started your SELA, it's getting real and honest with yourself. It's taking an emotional inventory. What is going on? What is, what is, what are your good moments? What are your bad moments? What are your grievances? Sitting in that, letting the moment pass when it gets super uncomfortable. It's like a hard exercise. Like you kind of just have to just wait it out, but it's so worth it. Once that moment passes, I don't know how peace happens in this. I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. I believe in Jesus. That's my way. And I do believe that there's this miraculous, this thing where you surrender, you surrender, you surrender, you, their peace comes the hope, you know, it is, I mean, the hope comes, the peace comes. I believe that when we're walking in Sila, 
we're being active in, in our hope. Okay. And I think I've mentioned that before. Another thing that I will say too is uh, one thing that happened, I guess, I guess it was last week, I found out uh, this Instagram person that I follow, uh, he's a really awesome guy. He talks a lot about uh, technology and kids and how people should wait to have cell phones and like all this kind of stuff. He started like a revolution almost through Instagram actually as making fun of Instagram and then he um, turned it into a platform to help get kids off the cell phone. I mean, save people's lives for real. Anyway, amazing guy, four kids, amazing wife, 40 years old dies and what I've noticed or what I saw after that I was I I, I mean imagine his wife I mean just it's tragedy okay but why I'm bringing this up is because the legacy he left behind and when he started this his revolution in this it was probably I guess in 2016 I guess it was 2016 four years ago just went head into it with all of this, just head into it, uh, and just blew it up, just blew it up. I don't know how to say it, except that he was changing people's lives left and right, left and right, left and right. And I don't know how he got to that place that he did that or whatever, whatever, but the legacy he leaves behind is so, so big, you know? And I think, People live their whole lives doing something like that. People live two days in, in changing people's lives. It doesn't matter when or where you start. It's that you start, you know, and what do you want to leave behind? What do you want your legacy to look like? This is a time to think about that. Um, that is something that I'm thinking about too, that legacy matters. It matters and it does something. You are on this planet for a reason. And you have a gift that nobody else has. And if you have a similar gift to somebody else, it's still so different than what everybody else's is. I was telling my daughter, she's really into drawing kawaii stuff. Now, that's not her particular style. Her particular style is like gotcha. It's like, it's like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking out. Um, oh, you're thinking, oh, Tiffany, you, you've got it all in your head right now. What is it? anime for crying out loud uh she's just really good at it you know and she's starting to enter a contest you know and she's like mom am i good enough to be in this contest and i said ruthie yes you are and so are they too it's 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 not so much if you're going to win the contest which I hope you do, but it's that you join the contest and that you're honoring your work and that you're honoring your, your effort. You know, um, you're going to look at other people's and you're going to compare and it's not going to do you any friggin' good. Okay. What you have to offer is different than anybody else. And yeah, maybe the person who chooses the best artwork is their best artwork, artwork that they thought that they chose, you know? And so I hope you win. But I think the real success is you actually doing it. And she's like, oh, man, it's so hard to put myself out there. And I'm like, yeah, I know how you feel. So that is awesome. 
another thing that I wanted to share with you guys was, um, by, before we close this up is what I found fascinating during this process. I went to a friend's house and she's been, her and her husband, they redo houses and that kind of thing. And when I first started, when I first saw this house, when they first started it, it was, a, it was pre COVID. I'm telling you the house was like a few sticks and a toilet, like literally from the street, I could see the toilet, like a toilet. Like, why would you even keep that toilet? You have literally like four two by fours, or I don't know how to describe it. It was just, it was sticks. Okay. It was sticks from the street. I'm like, you know, she, actually before that, I did see the house before they, it became sticks and she walked me through it. She said, Oh, this is going to be, this, this is going to be that. This is going to be this. this, 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 this. And I'm like, well, what's left? I mean, my God, I thought all the things that you showed me were, it was kind of cute, you know, the way it was. And she's like, Oh no, no, this is what it's going to be like. And I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding me right now? Like I can't even imagine. And sure enough, months go by, I see the sticks, I see the toilet and I'm like, how is this going to get any better? All I see is a disaster. So basically I'm saying here was a house, then it becomes a disaster and it becomes way more messy than it was when it first started. And that is kind of where we are right now. It looks messier than where it's going to end up. So it's easy to lose hope in the mess. Okay. It's easy to lose that hope. It's, you know, you're looking, you're cleaning out your closet and you got a gajillion hangers on the floor. How is this ever going to look better? It gets worse before it gets better. So long story short, uh, we walk, I, we were, I was going on a walk and I went to see her and she was tiling this bathroom and I'm thinking, Oh my God, one tile at a time. I mean, it must've taken her hours. She got her jazz music on. I mean, she's actually enjoying herself. I'm like, how are you enjoying yourself in this undone project? How is this ever going to look done by one tile at a time, like one two inch by two inch tile, you know, and not to mention her income is dependent on that. Okay. So rain or shine, it is getting this house done. Okay. And I'm watching her literally do it and her husband too, and raising kids and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And she's pretty much enjoying herself. I mean, this is her, this is her thing. And then we were walking out of her, that house and I was just like, so now that the house is, you know, getting to getting to completion, is this exactly what you envisioned? And she said, some of it, some of it definitely is, but there's a lot of different decisions we made. And I would say that the decisions that we've made have made it better. And and now I walked by the house the other day and it blew my mind away. I mean, totally different house, totally amazing. It's like a million dollar home that they did. And I thought, what a great example of Sila, you know, and just the, in a physical example of just taking what you have, the house, which was okay, you know, might not be that bad. Then ripping it to shreds, to sticks in a toilet, which is kind of what I feel like right now. And then putting it together one thing at a time, one tile at a time, put that jazz music on and just enjoy the process as much as you can. And then let me tell you, the finished product is unbelievable. And that is where you guys are headed. You, you guys, this is where you're headed. This is where I'm headed. 
it's not over yet. And you know what? You have the opportunity to evaluate where you're at in this. Okay. And I'm going to leave you with this. Let me get my phone. Is this easy? Hell no, it's not easy. Okay. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's harder. And in some ways, it was easier kind of going on the, um, the hamster wheel of life. You know, it's just like, I've actually have missed some parts when, you know, I'm in my tears. I'm like, I just miss when I'm so busy and I like think I have it all together and I don't, but yet it feels like I do. And then I get this high when everything's put together and then it like crashes and then I work towards it to get it again. And then it just crashes. And then it, I missed that. Okay. But I don't have the peace that I do now. Then I did not have that. And you know, it's not perfect, but this is what I want to leave you with. Okay. In this session, hold on a second. It is this, this was on Instagram that someone posted that no one knows who wrote it, but this is whoever you are. Um, I wish I could properly say you wrote this, but it says, do not fast forward into something you are not ready for or allow yourself to shrink back into what's comfortable. Growth lives in the uneasiness, the in-between, the unfinished sentence, the unfinished sentence. You are a season of becoming. And that, you guys, is Sila. You are becoming. Okay, don't be too hard on yourself. I'm really trying to show myself grace here. Um, encourage your friends and family to listen to these episodes. I honestly can say that I've shown up with you on all of these sessions. You guys have walked with me through this. In this time, I have this, I have, I'm now homeschooling two kids that I never thought I would do like this. I am helping with a co-op where I'm teaching crafts. I am coaching a soccer team like once a week, which I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, I'm getting involved in young life and wildlife and helping my teen um, grow in his relationships. Um, I'm having to do things that I didn't, that my plate is actually very much full. And <clears throat> that's what's so astonishing about all of this, because at the beginning of this, Sila, I was like, in tears and I'm still like in tears, but I have a direction and I have peace and I don't know what the future holds, but I have hope. And so again, Sila is putting your hope in action. Okay. I hope to see you guys soon. I'm hoping to do a pop-up session here and there or of whatever comes our way, but this is the end of the Sila sessions. You guys, um, thank you so much for joining me on this. And I, season three is not over. We are just in a pause and a pause. That's all it is. You guys take care. Bye-bye.